Welcome, everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle. Thank you for joining me today. We appreciate you watching our broadcast, and we also want to say thank you for your faithfulness and your support, your prayers of this ministry. It means so much to us. And partners, those of you that are faithful contributors to this ministry each and every month, we just want you to know we could not do all that God has called us to do without your prayers, without your support. So thank you once again. We're going to continue talking about the spirit of seeing and knowing. We've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks, and I want to encourage you to pay very close attention as I take you into a live service where I was teaching on this subject uh, right here in Crowley at our Heritage of Faith Christian Center Church. I'm the founding pastor, but I like to say I'm probably the worst attending member in the entire congregation because I'm gone all the time. But from time to time, I do get to preach here. And when I do, we try to record it and bring these messages to you because we want you to hear what the Spirit of God has to say. We're talking about the spirit of seeing and knowing. It is God giving us strategy for what He's planning to do, what's on His agenda. And God told me to tell you that this year, in 2020, He's opening a new door and He's going to bring supernatural increase into your life as never before. Now you need to learn how to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit so that when that door opens, you'll be there. Watch now. I'll be back in a few moments. Let's open our Bibles, first of all, to Matthew chapter 17. And I'm just going to read a, a, one verse just to lay this foundation. Matthew chapter 17. And verse 20, the latter part of that verse. He's talking about faith here. If you have faith, he went on to talk about it as a grain of mustard seed. But the last line in that verse says, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. If you have faith, nothing shall be impossible unto you. Now that prophetic word has to do with supernatural increase. And in the natural, your mind cannot figure out how God can do that. Particularly if you're struggling financially. Particularly if you have never experienced supernatural increase. Then your mind is going to wrestle with that. How in the world could God bring supernatural increase to me? Well, he's God. You don't get to be called God if you can't do the impossible. Amen. If you have faith, look to your neighbor and say, if you have faith. Anybody in here have faith this morning? Well, somebody does because it's thick in here right now, praise God. If you have faith, then nothing shall be impossible unto you. So start telling your head right now, shut up, I believe what God says. <laughs> Amen. Cast down every negative thought. And the worst thing you can do is try to figure out how God's going to do it. That is not your place. 
Your place is to have faith in his ability and his willingness to do it. Can you say amen? amen? So just lay your hands on your head right now and say, mine, mine. You, don't this. you don't count in this. Negative thoughts, Negative thoughts. You, don't you don't count in this. I believe God. I, believe God. I, have, faith. I have faith. And I will experience, I will experience supernatural increase this year, this year. In, Jesus name, in Jesus' name, so be it. And give the Lord another shout. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, Romans chapter 10, verse 17 says, and I'm, I'm going to the word to show you that today we're going to be talking about the importance of establishing a point of contact. The importance of establishing a point of contact. I learned this more Roberts over 50 years ago, 1969. Brother Roberts was known for that phrase. He may have coined the phrase, but I know that he was one of the first to use the phrase point of contact. And I got a little book by him that talked about the point of contact and I learned how to establish a point of contact and I've been doing it all these years, almost 51 years now. Hallelujah. And it's worked. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's the good thing. It's worked. And it will keep on working because it's a biblical principle. Amen. Now, as I'm sharing the word where it talks about the point of contact, keep in your thinking Romans 10, 17. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. These stories are designed by God to inspire your faith. Amen. The Bible says from the writings of the Apostle Paul, all the things that were written aforetime were written for our benefit. Yeah. Amen. When you read the stories of Moses and Abraham and David and Joshua and all those uh, uh, great men of faith of old, it should inspire your faith. In fact, the Bible refers to Abraham as the father of faith. You read about Abraham's life and, and uh, it should be inspiring to you. It should take your faith to another level. Your faith, I'm decreeing by faith, is going to another level this morning. Hallelujah. Mine already has. Glory to God. Now, remember the prophetic word said, supernatural increase as never before. Is God truly capable of doing that? That's not, that's not Jerry's opinion. I didn't come up with that. I, was, I had closed my eyes to take a nap, minding my own business, not bothering anybody. And the Lord just interrupted my nap. Thank you very much. Three seconds worth. <laughs> Amen. And he said, in 2020... I will open a new door. Now, I haven't preached to you about that new door yet. My next time here, I will. And I'm going to teach you how to be sensitive to that new door. I asked the Lord, I said, why didn't you say doors plural? He said, all it takes is one. All it takes is one. Glory to God. Amen. And I'm going to teach you how to be sensitive to that door. So faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. 
Expect your faith to go to another level this morning. It's only through faith that we can experience what God has promised us. And that's the reason why he gave us faith. Some of you may wonder whether or not you have faith. Are you born again? Everybody in here born again? Well, if you're born again, you have faith. Romans chapter 12, verse 3 says, And God dealt to every man, and he's talking to believers there, not talking about sinners, he's talking about believers, and God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. So look at somebody and say, I have faith. I already have faith. It's in my heart right now. So once again, it's not enough just to have faith. Brother Roberts used to say, and I've heard Brother Hagin say it as well over the years. Uh, Brother Roberts used to say, people he'd get ready to pray for, and uh, maybe they were experiencing some incurable disease according to medical science. And they say to him, Brother Roberts, I, I have all the faith in the world. He said, that's what your problem is. You still got it. You hadn't released any of it. It's one thing to have faith. It's something else to release it. Amen. It's one thing to have money in the bank, but if you don't know how to write a check, what good is it? It's one thing to have faith, but if you don't know how to release it, what good is it doing for you? Faith has been deposited in your heart and faith makes things happen. Faith moves mountains. Faith causes impossible things to be possible. But you gotta release it. Now that's what the point of contact is for. I, I wrote down exactly what Brother Roberts taught me over 50 years ago. He said, the point of contact is your means of directing your faith toward God. The point of contact is your means for directing your faith toward God. Also, it shows God that you truly trust him. Amen. Now, go with me, if you will, to the book of James. James chapter 2 and verse 17. Even so faith, if it hath not works. Now, a better word here, because I don't want you to uh, get confused with uh, works in trying to do something good to get God to love you. That's not the kind of works he's talking about here. A better word is corresponding actions. Amen. Faith without corresponding actions is dead. Another translation says, it's void of power. It's destitute of power. If it's just faith alone, but no corresponding actions, then it's void of power. Now, you used faith already, and I'm talking about now a natural human kind of faith. I'm not talking about the faith that God deposited in your heart. Just a natural human kind of faith. You used it already when you sat down on that chair. You believed it was going to hold you up. Amen. You believed it was going to hold you up. That's just a natural human kind of faith. Believing God 
is and should be natural to the born-again Christian. It's just showing God that you truly believe what he says and because you do, you're willing to put action to it. Amen? Point of contact. Let me, let me give you some examples from just the natural realm. I wrote them down. When you go into your house and it's dark and you go over to the switch and flip it, what do you expect to happen? The light to come on. The flipping of the switch was your point of contact. If you don't flip the switch, you can walk all over the house day and night. I believe if I turn that switch on, there will be light. Oh, I believe if I turn that switch on, I'm going to have some light. Oh, I really believe. I believe, I believe, I believe. If I turn that switch on, I will have light. But if you never turn the switch on, all that faith you have is void of power. Same way you get in your automobile and you put the key in the ignition and turn it to the own position. You expect the engine to start. Do you not? You expect the engine to start. Putting the key in the ignition was your point of contact. Amen? See, if you never put the key in the engine, then you don't have any reason to believe that the engine will start. Unless you hotwire it. <laughs> Amen? How many of you learned to do that when you're young? <laughs> don't lift your hand, okay? <laughs> so the key in the ignition and turn it to the own position, yes. that was your point of contact. Amen? Amen? For releasing your faith in the engine starting and you go on your journey. Uh, when you walk up to your kitchen sink, and you turn the faucet on, what do you expect? Water. But turning the faucet on was your point of contact. Are you with me? These are just natural examples. Well, the Bible is full of examples of people establishing a point of contact to release their faith. And we're going to look at some of them this morning because it's important that your faith reach its highest level uh, because of what the Lord has told us to do. Okay? Now, in James, if you keep reading in verse 21, was not Abraham our father justified by works? Once again, corresponding actions. When you see this in this particular setting, think of corresponding actions. Was not Abraham our father justified by his corresponding actions when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Seeing thou have faith wrought with his corresponding actions and by corresponding actions was faith made perfect. So you could say if there had not been any corresponding actions, faith never would have reached that state of perfection. Yes. That's right. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Without the corresponding actions, see, Abraham, Abraham had already been told by God, 
that your seed, well, he was told by God that he would have a seed, and you know the story. And then when Isaac was born, God had spoken to him before Isaac was born and said, from your seed will come a mighty nation. Okay? Now, Abraham believed that. Well, then after Isaac was born and he reached a certain age, God told Abraham to take him up on the mountain and, and offer him as a sacrifice. And if you read the story, Abraham didn't hesitate. He, he took the lad, as the Bible says, and, a, they, and he took some servants with him as well. They stayed at the bottom of the mountain and Isaac and Abraham went to the top to the place where God told him to do this. On the way up there, Isaac apparently has been involved in these kind of sacrifices with his father before because he's the one who brought up, uh, Father, we have the wood, we have the fire. Where's the lamb? See, if he'd never, if he'd never seen his father do this before, he wouldn't have known about how to perform this ceremony. He said, we have the fire, we have the wood, but where is the lamb? And Abraham said, God will provide. God will provide. Notice, he didn't, he didn't bat an eyelash. He didn't stagger at all because he knew that dead boys cannot produce a mighty nation. Amen. And God told him from this boy will come a mighty nation. So he was prepared to slay the boy, put him on the altar, burn his body. And he was going to stand there and watch God raise up the ashes if needed, if need be. He said, God will provide. That was, that was his faith speaking. But in putting that boy on the altar was his faith in action. Amen. So it took more than just speaking. It took action. Amen. If you say, I know if I give, God will bless me as much as a hundredfold. But if you don't ever give, come on. That's right. Amen. The, 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 the planting of the seed was your point of contact. See, you're, you're talking what you believe, but it's not enough just to talk it. Talking is important. Uh, the primary way that faith is released, the God kind of faith is released, is by words. But words alone, as James says, faith alone, without corresponding actions, then your faith will never reach perfection. Now, I love the way the Amplified says, it says uh, with his faith and his corresponding actions, his, his faith reached supreme expression. Now, that's where I want my faith to go. I want, I want God looking down and saying, wow, that boy has just, his faith has just reached supreme expression. But it takes more than just saying it. There's got to be some corresponding actions. How many of you have been talking supernatural increase ever since you heard the prophetic word? 
Amen. You've been saying, this is my year for supernatural increase. I have. I talk it day and night. This is my year for supernatural increase. However, if I just talk it alone without adding some action to it, then it's not likely that I'll see the supernatural increase. Now, last Wednesday night, this past Wednesday night, I flew out to California and I, I sowed a significant seed for this ministry. Jerry'sville Ministries International is the parent organization for Heritage of Faith. Yeah. It, it, it sprang out of Jerry'sville Ministries International. So I took a seed from JSMI and took it to California and I paid the mortgage off on a church, a significant seed. That was Wednesday night. So that was my seed for this ministry, including this church, because it's part of the parent organization. It was a significant seed, significant seed. Trust me, it's more than just a few bucks. <laughs> and, and prior to that, this church had two mortgages on it. I'd already paid off the first mortgage, $120,000. I paid that off some time ago. And then the second mortgage is what we paid off Wednesday night. So they have a debt-free building now, praise God. And boy, boy, did we have a shouting good time. Hallelujah. Now, that was my seed, my point of contact for supernatural increase for this ministry and all of its outreaches. And boy, a hundredfold on that. Woo, Jesus. That's what I'm believing for because I'm entitled to it. If Jesus hadn't said it, then I wouldn't have any right to believe for it. But he's the one that said it in Mark chapter 10, verse 30. And if he said it, then I'm going for it. Hallelujah. Amen. Because I'm expecting and I, I'm, I'm, I need supernatural increase for what God's called us to do in the days ahead. Amen. Now, I've experienced supernatural increase many times, but God said specifically like you've never experienced before. I can hardly sleep at night. Hallelujah. Man, oh man, I'm watching for that door. Oh Lord, I'm watching for that door. Glory to God. Are you still here? So notice Abraham's point of contact was putting that boy on the altar and he even raised his knife. Well, he was left-handed, like me. <laughs> he raised, um, that's just my own personal revelation, okay. <laughs> well, God's left-handed too. That's where you put Jesus on the right hand where he wouldn't get in the way, okay? <laughs> that's, my, that's my other personal revelation, okay? So Abraham raised his knife to slay his son. And remember the angel of the Lord appeared and said, Abraham, do your son no harm. And he looked over in the thicket and there was a ram. And he offered the ram instead of his son. But see, we wouldn't have that story to read if Abraham just went up the mountain and said, I'm the father of many nations, 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 I'm the father of many nations. And from my seed will come many nations. 
that we wouldn't have the story. It was important for him to say, God will provide. But without corresponding actions, his faith would not have reached supreme expression. This morning, your faith is going to reach supreme expression. Give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. what God's about to do? Would you like to discover the biblical keys for knowing God's plan for you and your family? In today's special offer, you'll receive Jerry Savelle's new three-part audio teaching, The Spirit of Seeing and Knowing, and his faith-filled book, Receive God's Best. The principles revealed in this special package will equip and position you to be ready for what is coming. God doesn't want you in the dark. He desires to show you what He's about to do. Without revelation knowledge, God's people perish and miss out on His blessing. Now's the time to get in tune with God and live with confidence and faith for His plan. Don't delay any longer. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Seeing and Knowing special package. Your best days are ahead. Discover today how God reveals His plan so you can respond in faith and walk in His goodness and purpose. Let me encourage you to spend as much time as possible in the presence of the Holy Spirit so that He can reveal to you exactly how God wants you to experience supernatural increase. You know, we need God's plan. We need God's strategies. We need God's wisdom in the kind of times that we are living in today. You and I don't have the insight and the know-how in how to handle each and every situation that we encounter. And you know as well as I do, In today's world, it's a lot different than it was 20 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago. In fact, it's even different today than it was five years ago. We need the wisdom of God. That's why you need to be in the presence of the Holy Spirit more than ever before. Let me close it out with this prayer that the Apostle Paul prayed because it's my prayer for you today. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 and 18, I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know. God wants you to know his perfect will. He wants you to know how to be in position to receive. He wants you to experience his best. But if you're going to do that, then you need to spend quality time in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Now, once again, I want to remind you of our special offer three CDs entitled The Spirit of Seeing and Knowing. These are messages that I preached right here in our church, and I believe they will be a great blessing to you. So I want to encourage you, place your order right away. Right along with it, we'll send you the book, Receiving God's Best, How That You Can Experience God's Best in Every Area of Your Life. Now, if you'd like to order these materials, uh, the information is on your uh, screen right now, or you can go to our website, jerrysavelle.org. Thank you for joining me today. In closing, remember this, your faith will overcome the world.